Welcome back to Rome Boys. On this episode, we're in Midland, Texas, visiting with Father Linus. 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 Oh, I got it. See, so, first quick strike against you already. <laughs> 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 so, do I feel small? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Father Kevin Linius. There you go. You got it. Uh, what, okay. Where's that from? Exactly. That's what I was ah, Yeah, yeah. As far as we know, Linius is a Prussian name. Okay. So, Prussian. but it's, okay. um, yeah, I've never met a non family member with, with the last name Linius, so it's pretty unique. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Stop saying smart stuff. I had to think too hard about that. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. <laughs> that's good. never met a non family Yeah, okay. yeah. There you go. I thought it was like I never met a stranger sort of a thing. But never met him. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. We're all on the same page here. All right, well, cool. So Sweet. tell us a little bit about yourself. We normally do the bio on the show for you, but we don't yeah. have that. So Yeah, no, and, uh, no worries. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, so, um, as uh, Joe said, I'm Father Kevin. Um, I was born and raised in Abilene, Texas, kind of west central Texas, um, here in this local diocese, a Catholic, uh, Catholic diocese of San Angelo. Um, so, yeah, that, that's... Um, Never moved in my whole life. My parents bought one house after they were married, and they are still living in that house and wow, very, very nice. stable. Um, and so I, I grew up with my parents, um, who are still there, like I said, at the same house in Abilene. Okay. Um, and uh, I have one older sister. She's 11 months older than me. So we grew up really close in age. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, Is that like Irish twins? Is that how that works? Yeah. Uh -huh. okay. So we're not the same calendar year, but, okay. but yeah. So, but w within one year, uh, 11 months. And, um, so yeah, grew up there in Abilene, went through the public school system, just as everybody does. Um, one thing unique, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, um, 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 within our diocese, Abilene is a very, very Protestant town. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm sure I'll talk about that a little bit more, um, but just went through the, I was a uh, typical Abilene guy, I would say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so going through the, the public school system. Um, that means like um, smart, handsome, you know. Exactly. So I got that going which is nice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Popular. Right. But let's see. Yeah. And then um, when I, uh, and this is just a short story here, but when, when I graduated from high school, um, I entered straight into the seminary okay. and was in seminary for nine years um, and was just ordained a priest last summer. So the summer of 2021. That's newbie, like right? So. Straight into the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. Awesome. We have so much in common. So <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah. So rookie priest yeah. yet? Yeah. So, all right. That's right. Cool. That's right. Rookie priest. Wow, that's cool. Catholic so, is fresh. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. What have you learned so far? Like oh one my gosh. thing, the biggest, biggest surprise. <sighs> um, what is that? As being a diocese as, priest, as a, or? Uh, just being his first year priest. His first year oh, priest. Okay. Didn't hmm. tell them the nine years. I would say, well, I would kind of boil it down to two things. Um, one would be the amount of fulfillment. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. like um, just waking up in the, it's, it's very overwhelming sometimes to be a priest. Mm -hmm. that was, that's my second thing, the amount of demand. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but. You're blown away in two different ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, they're, 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 they're very connected. Mm -hmm. um, but that's. I think that I mean, within my first year, I've, I've learned how fulfilled I feel. 
Can you elaborate um, more on that? It's just the whole fulfillment thing. Yeah. Well, um, the sense mm. of of being um, the sense of being a spiritual father is something that that I I have been growing in all my life. You know, that's kind of brought me to this moment. But I, it's, it's something I think I'm going to be growing in for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, but to be able to be a um, be a part of people's lives in just a huge intimate way um like like in this first year there's never been a day where it's like um I'm, i wake up I was like all right i'm gonna go do the same thing no, thank you sleeping again you know it's like every day is completely different it wow. seems now of course you've got your you know yeah. schedules of when masses and everything and you know, you know, you're going to have to have, go to the finance council meeting and come with a budget mm -hmm. today. You know, different stuff like that. The nuts and bolts, but, the red tape. You know, all that yeah, stuff. yeah. But there's always that. Mm -hmm. But the amount of like, I don't know who I'm going to talk to today <laughs> or what they're going to bring today. But I know it's, <laughs> but I know it's going to be. Um, it's not just going to be like, well, how's the weather? You know, it's, 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 it's we dive deep, and so there's Ooh. a lot of deep diving every every day, wow. um, which is both overwhelming and extremely fulfilling. So it's, it's yeah. like holding these in, in tension, you know. That's so. incredible because, yes. you know, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say that. Yes. Yeah, um, I agree. In any profession or yes. in any life, you know, that it's yeah. so much of an impact on both sides of the coin. That's right. awesome. Right, right. Yeah, so it's it's been an adventure to say the least. <laughs> um, and, I, and I was, you know, I, I just kind of hit my, my one year of being here at the parish. Um, and I was just doing some self-reflection. I, I currently just, I, I did a little personal retreat and was just thinking like, um, I think I can seriously say like, I, I love the priesthood even more than when I was ordained a year ago. Huh. Um, and so having experienced it all now and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, it's amazing what Jesus can do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just get to wake up and be surprised every morning of, of what, what he's Ooh. doing. So Would, you, would uh, you also say you've been attacked, but it's mm -hmm. been... Uh, maybe not easy, but your perseverance is obviously there. Yeah, w well, yeah, with, with the strength of the Lord, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I'd say um, hmm. the, uh, the priesthood is such a mystery, um, and I think it, it, it's supposed to be. It, it is, it, and it always will be. Um, but feeling, um, it, it's just amazing because God wants to take you know, these wounded, broken men, you know, here I am, <laughs> um, and work through them in a very, very particular way, um, in a, you know, in a very divine way, and that um, I feel I'm, I'm a lot of, a lot of my uh, amazement on those both sides of the coins is like feeling my own limitations in humanity, um, while drawing close, very close to divinity. Whoa, that was close. And the deep, deep work he does in people's lives. Like, mm. um, I mean, starting in my own, for sure, but to be so close to both, you know, extreme tragedy and to extreme joy. Yeah. Um, it, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, that, that, that is kind of a little bit of rambling, but that's that's, no, no, no. that's what it is. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here following you like I'm yeah, on like, edge. Whoa. <laughs> no, keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know where I'm going, so we're all going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I it's, love it. It's, it's yeah. good answering the question because there's so many different scenarios, like you said, each person mm -hmm. so specifically that you dive into it. Uh, that takes some fortitude, some internal, in, you know, intestinal fortitude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because 
that's got to be tough. Yeah. yeah. You're dealing with real real stuff. What keeps you going? Yeah. What's the, the bread and butter of... Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's cliche, but it, it, Jesus has to, yeah, you know, and, and that's not bragging on me because it's, because, um, you know, we, we, we all fail in our relationship with Christ. Um, that, that's why he came to redeem us. Do priests go to um, confession too? Priests do go to confession, <laughs> yes, yes. And I've, I've, uh, I've, I've had beautiful, beautiful confessions as a priest where my brother priests are challenging my priesthood in, mm. in, you know, but, but also, you know, in a good way, good, healthy way. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, what, what was your question again? Sorry. I mean, the, what's the bread and butter? What keeps you oh, going? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, um, part of it has been this realization, um, well, I didn't think we were going to go here so quickly. Okay, here we are. <laughs> I didn't, the, this, the depth. right, yeah, this realization that, um, uh, holding that tension of things being so overwhelming at times, but also um, being so close to divinity um, and, and God working um, through me um, in, in, in these very sacramental ministerial ways is, um, I don't know, just recognizing it helps me learn more like, you know, God is who he says he is and he has to sustain me. Because there was, um, it was, it was like a month after I got here. So I had been, I was ordained in May of last year, and then I got here in July. So I had some vacation time in between and celebration with family and stuff. And I heard confessions here and there, but when I got here, um, just hearing lots of confessions, lots of heavy stuff mm -hmm. um, that I remember um, just like coming out of, you know, sitting in the confessional for, for an hour or so and having some really heavy, heavy confessions. And then going to the Lord in and, and, and prayer going like, I don't know, I, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is what... How do I deal with this stuff? Mm. Um, and it was very clear. It was just like, Kevin, you you have to give it to me. Otherwise, you will collapse. Oh. Like, this is too much for you. It's too much for humanity. But with me, I'm, I'm, I can, we can do this together kind of nice. thing. Um, and so it's, um, it's those feelings of, yeah, being, being, very, um, being very aware of my own limitations, my own sinfulness, my own um, humanity. Uh, being strengthened by Jesus's humanity and His divinity, like that's the whole point of the the spiritual life, right? Is to allow Jesus to live in each of us, no matter if we're ministerial priest or you know the priesthood of the lay faithful. We're all meant to be conformed to Christ. So, when you say this, and like when we talk to people, you're going right to the heart of it. And so oftentimes I hear people say, "Yeah, but what about in this instance?" Uh -huh. And it's like, you know, everything I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. right, right. It's just awesome. It's yeah. a great answer. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's real. It's the truth. And the fact that you said, uh, I believe that God is who he says he is, I think we convolute it mm -hmm. with our own human nature and temporal yeah. effects that we think it's going to somehow trump and I need a new answer from a different, uh, you know, minister or whatever. Right, right. So, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Look, you're backing up to before you became a priest. What was drawing uh -huh. you to the priesthood? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the Eucharist. How can you argue with that? The Eucharist was so, so yeah, a little bit of kind of my vocation story was that um, I, uh, so growing up in Abilene, um, I am a cradle Catholic. My, my, uh, my family, my dad's side of the family is Catholic all the way as far as we know. My mom converted to the faith before she married my dad. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so I grew up Catholic, but we pretty much just went to mass on Sundays, and uh, and we went to religious education, um, but but that was about it, you know. Um, so we weren't bad Catholics, um, 
but I didn't know much about my faith. Um, and even going through religious education, um, um, lots of goodness there, but um, you know, I, I, I think there, there, it's no secret that, the, that we, we need to catechize better. And the truth shall set you free! <laughs> like, yeah, really? Yeah. Because, and the reason I say that is because mm-hmm. I had no idea um, that Jesus was truly present in the Eucharist until I was in high school, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, right. I had wow. no idea. Um, I always knew that communion was something special. Sure. Sure. I knew it was more than a cracker or something, and, but I never... I never got it until uh, um, I did have a religious education teacher. Um, it was a very, it was eighth grade, I remember, so right when I was going into high school. She was just super on fire for her faith. Um, she certainly had a personal relationship with Jesus, and you could tell. Mm. Um, and she didn't back down from, like, what we believe as Catholics. Mm. And so she, she was very much like, you know, we believe that is Jesus, period, you know. Yeah. And kind of like I said earlier, going back to be, Abilene being a very Protestant town, um, most of my friends were either um, very Protestant or just nominally Protestant or, you know, I, I really didn't have any Catholic friends um, in, in my early years of school at all that I knew of. Um, and uh, so I knew that I was unique, sort of, in my mm-hmm. religious beliefs, even though I didn't really understand them fully. But it was like eighth grade, ninth grade when I was learning you know, I was like, um, I, I just remember, you know, that religious education teacher telling us that and me thinking like, that's a radical belief. Like this, this is something different. Like I, I can see that. Um, and I just remember thinking like, we, you know, I was like, hold, hold up. We really believe that, you know, like yeah. that's literally him. <clears throat> then that, that, that it, it's a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. And so, and then she was talking about something called an adoration chapel. And I had, you know, and I was like, what? You know, and but her explaining it like, yeah, you just go and literally sit in God's literal presence, you know, um, and then come to find that this adoration chapel was only like five blocks from my house, and I never knew it was there. You've got to be joking. Oh man! And so, uh, so I started riding my bike to the adoration chapel. This was before I could drive. Yeah, I know, but but it was this. It was this. I was just like, I remember telling myself, like, okay, well, if we believe that's God, then... Yes. Out there, out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was, there was this draw to, to the Eucharist. There was this draw to the Adoration Chapel, this draw to prayer. Um, and, um, yeah, um, just sitting before His presence in silence and just kind of being in awe of it. It's all, you know, Jesus' work, you know, looking back on all of this. Um, and so from then, you know, early high school, you know, I, I started wanting to learn more about my faith of like, one, why am I unique amongst, you know, this very Protestant culture that I'm in? Um, and, you know, there, there has to be something deeper here to the faith. And so um, I did a lot of study on my own. Um, I started reading a lot on my own. Um, I really do enjoy school and study and all that stuff very naturally from when I was little. And so that's kind of where I went. Um, and uh, anything you can remember that you read that stuck out? Um, uh, I remember. Um, I can't remember the publisher or the author, but there was this whole series of apologetic books. Mm. Um, we're, we're not talking like no, you know, like yeah, novels, yeah. But, but little um, more, a little bit bigger than pamphlets, less than full books, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe it's something uh, some uh, you're familiar yeah, with. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. But but that's where that's where I started, and then. Uh, 
Baltimore Catechism as well Ooh, was, sure. was one I got my hands on and started flipping through that. Um, Dangerous and stuff. Then, yeah, I know. I know it is. I know it is. And then uh, we, we have a, a Catholic bookstore in Abilene, very small, um, but, but the, that's where I was going to kind of try to find some stuff. I ended up working there later in high school. They, they hired me as a, as a part-time help, um, which was awesome. But uh, but yeah, just learning and learning and uh, getting more involved with uh, my youth group um, at, at Holy Family in Abilene. And, um, quick shout out. Yeah, quick shout out to Holy Family in Abilene. <laughs> Always be home. And um, yeah, doing that. And I also play, uh, I play violin and I love to sing. And so mm-hmm. I was in the church choir as well, getting involved with that. So cool. So awesome. yeah, the yeah. Violin is not an easy instrument to play. The hardest of all. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm learning still, <laughs> but but I love it. I love it. Not yeah. Violin, but yeah. Your story reminds me very much, timing-wise, of Chris Stefani, eighth grade. Hmm. Like he just knew yeah. he was going to be Catholic for the rest of his life, and he was devout, and he didn't make bad decisions. I mean, he was very he's very upfront about that. Like yeah. So I'm going to ask a follow-up to that mm-hmm. uh, of the support that you got from your family when you decided to become a priest. Yeah. Or was there any kind of maybe negative feedback or? Well, yeah. So, 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 kind of at this point, you know, I'm I'm, I'm getting involved in youth group and in the choir and the church. Um, started going on search retreats here in, in in our local diocese. That got me, you know, really on fire. Um, and yeah, so it's like, uh, you know, Jesus speaking in my heart, starting to hear this tug, very gentle tug towards the priesthood. Uh, looking at that, um, considering it, started coming up in prayer. It wouldn't leave me alone. And then people from all over the place started telling me. Even my, my best friends in high school who were not Catholic mm-hmm. said, you should think about that. Like specific, oh, not just like being a minister, but like you should probably think about being a Catholic priest. Wow. Yeah, Whoa, it was crazy. So cool. God so, everyone. Here. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, That's so cool. And, uh, but yeah, it, it was coming from everywhere and to the point where it was almost annoying. You can do it! You know, just because <laughs> okay, I, get I, couldn't, the point. Yeah, I couldn't get away from it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, to, to answer your question, when I first kind of mentioned it, I remember the exact moment, I, because I had done, at that point, it was really something on my heart. Um, uh, and we, we joke in seminary, you, you go through an incognito discernment phase where it's just browsing, you know, different websites <laughs> and like looking at different seminaries or it's like, is this really, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, I just remember like, you know, having been at that stage and then just sitting, I was with my parents in our living room. We were just watching TV and casual conversation. And I remember being so nervous and I just kind of like, um, and I was like, so what would y'all think if I went to seminary? <laughs> Say what? Um, and it it again you know from from what I remember I think it was kind of like they're like okay you know like um, you know but but from the very beginning my parents were always supportive that's cool now they um, I know that they had lots of questions about it at first and that they were um, yeah very natural um, and that they um, were and, and my mom would say this you know at the beginning that she was afraid that I'd be lonely you know mm. um and that she w- had that concern uh, but but i mean she's always supported me but then i mean being in seminary they they became more excited for my ordination than i think i was and so yeah we my whole family kind of went on this spiritual journey while i was in seminary i think looking yeah, back awesome. so and where'd you go i went i went to a few places for uh um, because i went right out of high school i had to go to a college seminary to get my bachelor's degree oh, yeah. um 
And so I went to Conception Seminary College, which is in Northwest Missouri. Yes, yes. Out in the middle of nowhere, run by <laughs> Benedictine monks. Um, so I spent four years there. And then I did two years of theology study at St. Mary's in Houston, mm -hmm. and two years at St. Louis, which is Kendrick Glennon Seminary. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, they kind of pinballed me around yep. a little bit, <laughs> which, which is good, good experience of knowing all kinds of people. Definitely. So, Something so not cool. as deep. Favorite food? Favorite ah, sport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite hobbies? All that good sure, stuff. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, favorite food? I mean, I, I, I like to eat healthy, but I love Italian food, and sometimes those do conflict. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, let's see, you said favorite hobby. Um, I do love music, okay. so I, I like to play the violin, I like yeah, to sing, that, yeah. I like to listen to music, all kinds. Um, uh, I love to read, um, and I really love to swim as well. Okay. So oh, do, do swimming. Um, I'm giving ideas to your parishioners of what to give. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. There's a certain yeah. type of cookie or something. Right, you might be right. getting hundreds of them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. You always got to be careful. You can't go too specific because then you'll get that one thing the rest of your life. Probably. So, <laughs> that's what my yeah. older brother priests have told me. So yeah. yeah, you'll have like whatever object you like. like, all like <laughs> Don't like cheesecake anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It turns into an hate. Yeah. I made so. one joke about ornamental frogs and. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Why the uh, cassock? Yeah. Good question. Um, yeah, so um, hmm. I would say, you know, a lot of people ask me that because not every priest wears, wears, right. wears a cassock, but I do. I, I pretty much wear it every day. It's definitely um, a fashion statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so Especially when you're out in public, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I get lots of looks. That's, that's for <laughs> sure. Lots of crazy, crazy looks. Um, but lots of opportunities as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so that's, that's anything with, with a priest wearing any type of collar, whether it be a cassock or just clerical attire, uh, you know, um, I'm able to have conversations with people that I would never have had if I wasn't wearing it. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's pretty neat. Well, I mean, we um, just had the privilege of going out to eat with you. Yeah. And uh, we're not going to name uh, the yeah. restaurant because they're not paying us. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, even the kid, the the woman behind the counter was like, "Are you a priest?" Right. And you're right. like, "Yes, ma'am, yeah. I am." And she was like, "That's so cool." Yeah, you know? yeah, sure, sure. It it and it 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 sh it's an outward sign, right? Yeah. Um, but one of the reasons, personally, for me that that I that I wear a cassock um, is because um, I actually was very close to entering into a monastery to become a monk, oh. but I was discerning the monastic life. Wow, um, okay. I was very, very much, then? yes, okay. the Benedictines. Okay. And so I was very drawn to, to that Benedictine life um, to the point where I was, I was seriously praying and talking to my spiritual director about, okay, should I leave this track for diocesan priesthood and, and look to becoming a monk? Mm. Um, but... Um, and eventually, obviously, God called me the diocesan priesthood, which I'm so grateful for because mm -hmm. it is. Uh, I can tell I, I, I very much love it. Um, but he never took away. This was the thing I was trying to work out with my spiritual director about halfway through seminary. It was like my love for the diocesan priesthood was just growing and blossoming and growing and my desire for spiritual fatherhood. But that desire for um, contemplative prayer and for a very um, Benedictine way of looking at the world never went away oh. as this grew, you know, and so eventually um, what, what what ended up happening was that um, I, I discerned, I decided to become an oblate uh, of, of St. Benedict, yes. and so I'm attached to Conception Monastery, the, okay. the, the uh, where, where I attended um, uh, college seminary. So and best so, of both um, worlds. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, um, you're working, right? Like you're working with the sheep. Yeah. And that's part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And so, so yeah, so for one, it, it's just to remind me of, uh, of what I'm, it, it just helps me a little bit more to, to remind me of who I am and what I should be and what I should live up to. Mm. And um, because it looks awesome. I make this look good. Yes, it does. It does. Way to say that. Yeah. And it, yeah, it does. Like you catch people's eye and like, wait, what? There's something special about what you're wearing. Right. Yeah. Right. Beyond the sure. collar. You know? yeah. yeah. I was I was grocery shopping at um, at the supermarket a few months ago, and I was I was wearing my cassock, and I just go, went in to grab a few things. I was at the self checkout, and some lady came up to me and was like, "Do you do you believe in God?" And I was like, "Well." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but then like we just entered into this huge like she immediately just like teared up and said I just told God I hated him today and I never told him that no way you know and wow. and we just right there in the middle of the supermarket mm. just just started talking about well, let's what happened you know or just yeah. and, and she was all tearing up and everything and then um, yeah we were able to have that conversation and so there's that yeah, fulfillment cool. you were talking about earlier. yeah exactly yeah. exactly wow. I imagine you have to allow a couple hours before you go grocery shopping because you just <laughs> never know what could <laughs> yes. happen there <laughs> yes no that, that's true yeah I was talking to a friend and she was like you must be thinking sometimes I'm just here for grapefruit ain't nobody got time for that you know <laughs> I don't I didn't come to do all this other stuff <laughs> so but praise God it's there you know yes. it is it, it's neat be like a whole skit, you know. <laughs> just, I'm just here for great. Right, right. I, mean, I ran yeah. out of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's great. Uh, oh, you know, I mean, that could be like a whole idea as far as being a priest, and then, like you said, every day is different. Yeah. Like you do. You it's didn't awesome. know what to expect, right? When you're going through the seminary, I'm right. sure there were stories and anecdotes and mm -hmm. things that people shared. But yeah. thanks for taking the leap. Oh, Absolutely. sure. Yeah, well, Absolutely. praise God for it. it so what are some things that you would like your parishioners to know about you so, you know, that they can help you in your ministry? Hmm. Um, well, I don't know. What What? What, what kind of... Don't say ornamental frog. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah don't, and no, obviously nothing prayer. Like that. Yeah. You always want Smoothies, that. Smoothies. For sure. Uh, for chocolate sure. cake. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Other than, maybe other than food, you know, what, what, what kind of support... Mm. Would it really help you in your ministry? Right. Well, so certainly, certainly, prayer um, is always the number one. Um, that because it's it's recognizing you know the, the 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 work that that we do as priests is beyond us. Um, yeah. And isn't that beautiful? Like God yeah. entrusts us with more than <laughs> than, yeah. than humanly we're able to 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 do. Right. Um, and so so prayer. Uh, hmm, what else? Um, a lot of people, uh, I think, I think, I think my parishioners here at St. Stephen's know this about me now, probably. But I'm naturally introverted, mm -hmm. um, and so I love. Um, I know you you were talking mm -hmm. about that earlier mm -hmm. when we had a, an event. Um, but uh, and so, and but that doesn't mean I don't love being out with people. Sure. Um, and so, so that's one. That's one of. Uh, but if you're pulling away, it's a reason why. Yeah, I would say that. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a weakness of mine. No. I used to think that. Mm. I used to rage against my introversion because <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a weakness. Because well, the job it really requires an extrovert. Like, oh, right. go, 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 right. go, stop. Right. So you mm. were almost kind of at odds with yourself then, and you wanted to kind of be out and kind of fight that in a way? Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my, you know, journeys through seminary with, with the Lord was... Um, fighting this uh, 
this false persona of, of like, I need to conform myself to yeah. this, you know, and the Lord saying, put that down. Mm-hmm. I want you to be you. I can't work through something else. You know, oh, I, I want to work wow. through Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still learning that. Sure. Uh, but but that, was a, that was a huge, all through seminary, uh, the Lord working on my heart with that. Um, Would you say that there were other people that you saw that maybe you were like, I wish I was more like that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, all. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there is that, that, that um, the, the, uh, the need, you know, comes from our concupiscence, our fallen nature, the need to compare um, mm-hmm. because we feel inadequate, you know, yep. uh, and to, to, to make, um, to, to, to have, you know, the, the courage to admit that one that, that all of us have to do, but then to say, you know, um, no, God has, has made me very uniquely and I do, I do, you know, all of us have weak spots that we have to avoid that lead us in, away from God into sin, but that how he has made me is, is, is exactly how he wants to work through me, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being, and, and they would tell us that in the seminary all the time, is just like you, you, have to be, you have to be comfortable in your own skin for mm. people to, to, for one, to listen to you, but for you to help other people. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of my... A lot of my seminary journey, um, among many, many other things, was Jesus speaking into one of my wounds, um, which is this, this fear of inadequacy mm-hmm. on multiple levels. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, and um, in, in him wanting to uh, root out the basic lie there, which is, you know, I am not enough. Uh, yeah. And then him saying, you know, you are enough because, uh, you know, you are related to me. You, mm-hmm. I am your identity, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so, so is it very long-winded answer? But I would, yeah, to, to have, um, to, for my parishioners to know me and for other people to know me is that, um, that I have been um, challenged by the Lord to, to be healed of, of my wounds um, that, I'm, that that that's still an ongoing process, but that it's this amazing thing that he wants to continue to work through that woundedness while healing it at the same time. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, that all got really deep really quick. Yeah. That escalated quickly. Oh, thank you for your vulnerability. <laughs> oh, yes, sure. yes, yes. In school, were there any uh, classes that you really just liked as far as like subject matter? Because you mm. you have a philosophical sense mm-hmm. of perspective. Yeah. Well, I was about to say I love philosophy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you nailed this. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I really did. I love both philosophy and theology, but um, um, I, I, I guess like a specific subject. Um, I don't know. I, I really I, I wrote um, my uh, my thesis uh, for my master's degree on uh, eschatology, which mm. is the study of the in things. Um, and so that very systematic theology and explaining how Jesus works through the church and through sacraments and, and uh, you know, what the church teaches. So, yeah, I love stuff like that. You chose that. I can, yeah, yeah. So I can nerd out, man. And, and again, that's, that's something that, yeah, that, that at first I was like, man, I don't know if I shouldn't, you know. And the mm-hmm. Lord say, no, I gave you this gift. Use it to serve, you know. Yeah. Use it to serve. Mm-hmm. I think um, maybe I can... Uh, uh, agree that it might help you understand situations and people. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, not not only that, but but also um, 
you know, kind of going back, you know, one of one of the formators in seminary, one of the, our priest formators, was telling me like, um, you've you've got to be able to to dive deep in philosophy and theology, but you have to do that within yourself to go down into you know the, those those depths of yourself that you are unaware of or afraid of, um, you know, and, and allow Jesus to work through that. Um, so one that you can heal yourself, but also um, so that you can help other people to dive deep too, you know, to, to take that scuba dive down yeah. into the, the dark, murky waters. Because, yeah, I mean, there's been several times, this is my office here, there's been several times I've sit sitting with somebody, and I won't say it out loud, but I'm like, oh, I've been here before, you know. <laughs> I've, you know, and of course I don't know their, their particular yeah, sure. situation, yeah. but of like, um, but kind of in the back of my mind, <clears throat> thanking Jesus, thanking him, saying like, thank you for doing all this work in my soul, because yes. now I'm able to, you know, mm-hmm. kind of shed some light. Um, with your help in somebody else's situation. So, is there a favorite mm-hmm. part of priesthood? I mean, when he did Father Errol, he's like baptisms. You know, he loves the babies. And Father Josh mm. was working with married couples. I mean, yeah. is there something if you could do the majority of the day, you get energized by it? I mean, it's all good, and you do right. so many things. But mm-hmm. anything that you like? um, preaching and teaching, ah, I really, I, can see that. I really oh, yeah. enjoy. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that very much, and and hearing confessions too. Mm. Um, uh, and, and both both of those can be very tiring and, and exhausting, mm-hmm. but but it's always it's you know it's it's one of those like I, I never even if I'm very tired I never walk away from it you know saying yeah. you know saying yeah. something yeah. good didn't happen or something um, sure but you, uh, so like going into uh, mass and you've prepared your thoughts mm-hmm. uh, what is that process like for you so like preaching yes. kind of. Um, it's it's kind of evolved over this year, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I've been preaching since I was a transitional deacon, so I've been preaching officially for for two years at this point, and it's evolved over those over those two years. But um, but yeah, I mean, what, the manner that they taught us in the seminary is is you know it it has to begin with prayer. Obviously, you know, you you can't begin from an academic standpoint. You know, you you can go there, mm-hmm. but you can't begin there. You know, yeah. if if you're going to preach within mass and preach within the liturgy. That it has to start with with a relationship with your relationship with God, um, and so uh, so yeah. I mean, uh, typically what I do is, is I try to you know read the readings a, a week ahead of time, um, think about them, pray about them, let the, let it percolate. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my pastor Father Rodney always says that, and I love mm-hmm. it. You know, just let it, just let it percolate. You know, <laughs> He's and then that word. yeah, yeah, and then come back to it. Um, but. Uh, the thing that, that, that's evolved, I think, this year has been um, trusting the Holy Spirit more, too, to kind of work in there, um, because it's, because, uh, yeah, um, when I first started preaching, I had everything absolutely written out, which wasn't bad, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, no. but, um, but I had some very good mentors in my life these past two, even, even you know, these past two years, but even before that, you know, challenged me like, okay, no, the notes are bad, but you don't, you don't need them. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you need to prepare. So don't go up there and say like, oh, God will take care of it. It's like, no, yeah. you need to prepare. You need to think. You need to write stuff out. But um, I've become more comfortable with, um, you know, and it, it has, you know, I have to have a prayer life if this is going to happen. And so I have to challenge myself to stay on that. But but to kind of feel the inspirations of the Spirit, like, oh, he's going over here. You know, or yeah. just like naturally and, and just kind of move with what, 
who's in front of me, you know, or what's just happened, you know, or, or something like that. So, so would that change on a weekend? You preach on Saturday, you preach on Sunday, and you might have a completely different yeah, yeah. flow of where the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit takes you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if within like that time span of anything dramatic is okay. where I've got given a completely different homily. Yeah, right. But certainly um, with, uh, with who's, who's at mass that day mm -hmm. sometimes will change um, change the homily. Yeah, you have an older crowd, a younger crowd, or right. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. You got to know your audience. Yeah, yeah. Or, or what? What um, we here at St. Stephen's, we we hear confessions before every mass. Mm. And every so, mass. Yeah, yeah. So right. it's it's awesome. That's not normal. Um, but uh, but it's um, sometimes like what I've what's going on in confession. Now I won't say like I just heard this confession. You know, and like obviously not <laughs> to do that. What? Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> Um, it was that person at the yeah yeah, but uh, but no, just to allow like because yeah the the um, being in confession you're you're um, I've learned is you know you're you're kind of like I said at the beginning you're drawing close to divinity so sometimes it's it's like um, a conversation that happens in confession has has inspired Sparks, something yeah. in, that that goes into the homily obviously mm -hmm. not saying anything about that sure, 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 but just like oh wow you know god is doing that in this person's life that kind of applied generally you know kind of uh, yeah kind of mm -hmm. thing and so you, yeah I'm, I'm sure you get to hear the uh you know the the challenges in people's lives as a whole and you can wrap all that up into yeah trust in god i mean as a general topic right makes right. perfect sense yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so it's, mm -hmm. it's a great gift of yeah uh was there a moment in your life where uh, you really connected with God. I know you somewhat touched on it, mm. but like early on, like Tony has a yeah, great story. Encountered Christ. That encounter with yeah, Christ. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Was it like you're watching mm -hmm. Ben-Hur and then all of a sudden you started weeping? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I would say there, there's been several moments. Um, one, one of the things that um, has been within my whole vocation story um, and it's not like unique to me, but but generally is that God works with me, um, typically generally over time, to where, um, you know, so some some guys who become priests have these crazy moments of conversion, you know, and that one thing and how God works in, with their lives. Um, but I, I've never had any type of crazy, you know, about face or anything like that. I've had a lot of wavering, you know, but... Um, but uh, one... one uh, one thing that immediately comes to mind was I, I was the um, it was the month before I was ordained a deacon. I went on a thirty day silent retreat, mm. um, St. Ignatius of Loyola. Oh man! Yeah. But it, and it was it was it was difficult. Um, you know, my spiritual director kept saying they don't call it exercises for no reason. Yeah. You know, was, you know, because it was you know it was it was it was, um, it was taxing, laborious, but also extremely extremely transformative. Um, oh. But yeah, there was there was there was just this moment um, where I was praying alone in my room. It was I was probably like halfway in, you know, so like two weeks of silence at this point. <laughs> and it's amazing when you're silent for that long, a lot of stuff bubbles up. Yes, so yeah, um, but uh, um, feeling this 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 great fear uh, again, you know, as I spoke of this inadequacy that Jesus wouldn't be enough, um, and that and, and I still don't have words for it. But it was, it was just very much this, um, you know, Jesus typically works very gently with me. But this was a kind of a, you know, like, um, not not like 
uh, you know, the divine wrath or anything, or, but it was very much a very um, divine two by four to the face. Yeah. Oh, son of a, that's going to leave a mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it, it, it was just, um, and it was, it was something just inside that, I, that I, it's hard to describe, but just Jesus just assuring of like, do you know who I am? Like, because you wow. don't. If you're at, if you're, if you're asking the question, "Am I enough?" Then you don't understand me. Do you love me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, hmm, yeah, um, and so that's a moment that I have to go back to a lot, for sure. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and at the great. midpoint, so you still had to deal with yourself for another two weeks. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Oh man. But it was all that the way that retreat flowed. It was like the rest of those two weeks was like unpacking that one moment. Mm. You know, in, in several different facets, but yeah. but yeah, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of of uh, silent retreats, even mm-hmm. though they can be difficult. It's the only oh. way to do it. Mm. <laughs> yes, it is. I don't know. Impossible, is it? Or is it so possible that your head is spinning like a top? Mm. I don't know. They <laughs> <laughs> have a three-day job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight, eight day. Uh, I'm gonna try it. You build an hour. <laughs> you build an hour. Yeah, yeah let me try an hour. Uh, we'll see what there. happens there. <laughs> I might actually start. enjoy that one. <laughs> it's interesting that you could uh, not do something and it's difficult, right? Like, yeah, you know, not speaking. Yeah. How hard is that? Yeah. For me, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's a long look in the mirror, though. Yeah. It is. Wow. It is. That's impressive. Uh, and you were, uh, you were at uh, St. Mary's when this took place? So that actual retreat was in, uh, um, in Colorado, actually, okay. uh, outside of Denver. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And okay. so at a, at a Jesuit retreat house. And it was mm. beautiful. I had the Rocky Mountains every day. Huh. I expected the Rocky Mountains to be a little rockier than this. Oh, right man. there, yeah, um, beautiful sight. Yeah, it was awesome. So, right. and the devil was tempting you, like, see, I can give you all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not naturally lazy. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, Father, thank yeah. you so much for hey, joining thank us. You guys, and, oh, and man, thank you for having me. I, I, yeah. I really, appreciate really do appreciate it. it. God bless you. Thank you. We could actually yeah. go on and on. Oh, sure. <laughs> but we know Just you're busy. Doing you a favor. Yeah. 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 And thank you guys for what y'all are doing too. Oh, yeah. Thank you much. so much. Appreciate Please pray it. for us. Yes, we'll and uh, well, thank you all for joining us for this back in black interview. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, be bold, be real, be Catholic. God, God bless. bless.